Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Masterpiece. So, guys, I want to talk a little bit about the come up, right? In the process of getting out of your broke, lonely, angry, and horny. There is going to be a time in your life where things are just, you're coming up and you're growing. And so as a little girl, um, I was around a lot of people that um, were the underdogs, right? So my uncle Khaled was probably the first male that I saw go for his success in spite of, you know, dealing with HIV, dealing with being an alcoholic, dealing with um, living in the hood of uh, Brooklyn, New York, and, and living in an apartment where it was a two-bedroom apartment, and in the back, he had to share a room with my Uncle Hack and pay my Uncle Cookie rent because she was a boss. <laughs> Cookie ain't play that. She wanted her body. And so I watched that, and I watched the difference between the two males. And so when you have the contrast of seeing somebody rise up and then somebody staying stuck in this situation, it teaches you a valuable lesson. So my uncle had his side of the room and my uncle Hack had his side of the room. And my uncle, when you go on my uncle's side, it was neat, clean. It was feng shui. <laughs> it had positive vibes. But when you went on my Uncle Hack's side, you could tell that there was some disruption, right? And so when you have that yin and the yang and you have that big contrast, there's going to be what? Conflict. So in this conflict, you saw um, the divide. And I would go and I would find that both of them were my inspirations because even though my uh, Uncle Hack had all of this stuff going on. He was getting residual income. So my Uncle Hack, when he was 18, took out a life insurance and policy on his life because he said that if I ever die, I don't want no one to bury me. And so I was watching and my Uncle Hack would get this annuities check. And I'm like, why are you getting these checks? You, you know. He was not only public assistance, but he was getting these annuity checks. He said, because I paid my life insurance. I got me some insurance. That's how he said it. And then my uncle Khaled, who was organized, was building his empire of being a flute player. He was a very great, he was an excellent um, flute player. He was a reader. Uh, but my uncle was like, so many things that hit him. He had found out he he had um, HIV. He, had, he was dealing with um, being ill at the time. So there was so much going on in his life that it was the yin and the yang. And so when my Uncle Hack finally moved out, um, you saw my uncle take over the room and this, this positive change. And so in the process of the come up, you're going to have people who are going to try to pull you down. 
You're going to have people who are going to say some stuff about you um, and tell you about your past and tell you about the things you did wrong and tell you about your failures and your mess and how you didn't look good and how you was fat and how you was ugly and how you was a dope fiend and an addict and you was a failure and that you didn't take care of your kids good. You're going to have those folks come and talk smack and yak about you and tell about your muck and your yuck. But in the come up, that's supposed to happen, right? That That's just supposed to happen. Somebody's going to try to steal your shine. Usually because they don't like you, right? Or they hating on you or it's true. I used to tell my children, don't let nobody tell your story better than you. And so I tells my hot mess. So I'm here to say that everybody is going to deal with the muck and the yuck. But the question is, are you going to allow it to stop you in the process of rising to your greatness? Are you going to allow it to destroy you because you was a drug addict and now you are a successful writer? You are selling books all over the place. You are making movies out of your book. Are you going to let the people who is not getting them coins stop you from making your coins? Are you going to allow the people that you knew was enjoying you being in your muck and your yuck? Because some folks really enjoy people being failures. Real talk. Let's just be real. Right? Are you really going to let them steal your shine? Are you really going to let you know? I was looking at um, Kevin Hart and he says something. No matter what people may think of Kevin Hart. He is a boss and he has built a brand and an empire that is his brand. And his brand is basically this. He's bought up other people. He never has shitted on anybody um, that were up and coming and making success. If anything, he's uplifted them to become better comedians, become better actors, actors and actresses and say, let me open the door for you because I don't want no damn body else to close the door in your face. I'm going to open a door. Hey, come on my tour. Hey, let me open up your doors and let me help you rise and shine. Let me help you win because listen, th- listen, we are we are we are people who want to win and it just sickens me when people tear down other people especially because they had some ish and shit going on in their life you know you feel like well that person is coming up right now and I'm gonna tear them down because well they had some stuff going on so let them tell that story let them tell they hot ass mess because let me tell you something about mess Messes can. Here's the thing about a mess. A person who was broken, a person who was lonely, angry, and horny, all of those people have the opportunity and the ability to get out of broke. They all have the opportunity to get out of lonely. They have the opportunity to get out of their anger. And they damn sure got their, their opportunity to get out of horny. They have the opportunity to turn their mess into a beautiful masterpiece. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Too many of us get it twisted and thinking that, listen, I could change some shit thinking people are stuck like that. No, they're not stuck like that. No, they're not stuck in being at their very bottom. You are. 
You are stuck at your body that that person can't succeed. You. Every time you tear down somebody who's coming up, that looks bad on you. Start building people up. Start saying, listen, and even if you can't work with somebody or you and that person have divided in business and that is not where you want to be anymore, you don't want to work with that person no more, you don't want to chill with that person no more, you don't want to help that person no more, show love to them. Because the can it, how you leave that relationship is going to come back on you. Right. So you may have severed ties in a business relationship, but that doesn't mean that you tear them down and say, yo, they, 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 that. that's not for you to do. In your process of coming up, you got to you got to build, right, some positive vibes. You got to build where you say, you know what, that didn't work out for me. But I'm going to tell you, that's a damn good organization. That didn't work out for me, but that's a damn good actor. Because. That's a damn good writer or that's a damn good author. You don't have permission to tear people down. You may not agree on certain things, right? It, but you don't have permission. So I, I'm saying this because, you know, I was thinking about what Kevin Hart said and, and it, it hit home. How we treat people, how we build our legacy, either we're going to be the hater or we going to be the person that says, yo, sis, I see you struggling. Let me help you build that brand. I see you. I see you homeless. I know you ain't going to tell me you homeless, but let me help you get some coins in your pocket. See, that's the thing. And especially, and I'm just, I'm a black woman, so I'm going to say, especially for black people, we have to stop tearing each other down. Because we see our sisters and brothers coming up. I don't give a damn if you was a crack fiend and now you are a millionaire. So what? You smoke crack. That's on you, boo. You did that and you changed that. You cleaned that mess up. You turned it into a masterpiece. So what? You wasn't all that great of a mother. And I'm not saying that you ain't got... Because you, at the end of the day... At the end of the day, that person has to carry that cross. Not you. Not your haters. Only you. Everybody else don't matter. They don't have to carry the cross that you have to bear. For that person or anyone who says, yo, well, she was fucked up back in the day. She was. But she doing something today. See, we can't change people's passes. People, that's what the past is. The process of making mistakes so you can be better today. The past, I can't change. I wish I could. Right. I got things that I did and, and wasn't good. And I made mad mistakes. So I'm telling you, if I'm telling you was a, I was a hot ass mess and turned it into a masterpiece. Who are you? Who are you to say that you're perfect? You just covered it up. Well, most people who talk about people just covered up their mistakes. Well, they painted a great picture over it. And. You know, one thing that I hate people say, well, it's true. It is true, but it ain't for you to tell. I'm too busy focused on my grind, my time. And my time is not to focus on what that person has done negatively. Girl, you build that up. I had some people say to Mary, you always try to find the light, the positive light in it. Because everything ain't dark. Everything ain't a mess. Everything don't have to be. Listen. If you got a dirty room and you find the courage to get up and clean it up, guess what? Guess what? You've done your job. You've done your job. 
I just it 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 just it it baffles me when people stop when people learn to stop tearing folk down. Stop it. It's not for you to do. It's none of your it's not your permission to dog people out. I mean people do it and but I gotta look at who's rising and shining. You know, and everybody's always complaining that we don't create opportunities for our people. And and that may be that 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 that's not true. I started looking at things that people are doing. People just don't want to accept the opportunity until it's at the top. See, there's nothing wrong with working at something at grassroots. And that's real talk. There's nothing wrong with saying, this is not easy, but I want to be here with you at the grassroots. I may not want to be, um, at, may not have time, because a lot of times certain things I can't do because of time. I mean, my time is thin, right? Um, but I want to, I want to watch you grow. I want to help you shine. Since I'm not a part of this, but I'm going to put $20 in your hand. I got an extra $20 today and I believe in your dream and your mission. Let me put $20 in your hand. Let me buy a raffle ticket from you. Let me do this. We can support each other in the smallest and littlest ways. And, and, and this is for the people who are leaders. Stop despiting or despising the small beginnings. Because it's not where you want it to be. So many people get pissed off because it's not where we want it to be. Well, so-and-so is doing this and so-and-so is doing that. So what? Your small, everybody has a time to shine. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Everybody has an opportunity to shine. Everybody has a place and a space where they are, are perfect in. But it's don't knock your small beginnings. Don't knock your failures. Take your failures and fix it. Let your failures be a lesson to somebody else. I used to tell people that I had to learn how to not knock my small beginnings. When I became an author, I'm telling you, I, I the very first book, I cried because I thought all these people were going to support me. And then I realized that the biggest mistake that I was making was I was marketing to people that didn't believe in my dream. Right. They didn't know me as a reader. So now I don't market to my friends and family. I want them to read it. But if they don't read it, I don't get mad because the reality is, is my book is not for them. My book is for people who I want to market to. My book is for people that I want to connect to. Right. I want somebody who's been through the broke, lonely, angry and horny. I want the woman who has found out that her husband is gay. I want the readers to say, dang, this is the type of stories that I believe in. The mess turned into a masterpiece because that's what my whole entire brand is. I, and, and when people ask me, why did you I, I kid you not say it this lady So why would you say that? And I said, because it's the truth. I know mess. Right. If I know nothing else in my life, I know mess. I know that. I know that like I know the back of my hand and the and the front of my toes. I know mess. But I also know that in the mess is the opportunity for me to clean it up or take that mess and say, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a masterpiece. Yeah, I do this right. But look at what I didn't turn it into. I didn't learn the lessons from that mess. And that is really what it is. Because when people are in a hot ass mess, it usually is some other layers under that mess. 
and that's real talk like most of the time there's so much mess that is piled on top of other shit right so you got your mess and then there's shit and the shit is is that what happened to you in your past what happened if you live in that mess i went to a house one day and this woman was in the room so when you came in the front of the house it was beautiful but when you were in that lady room it was it was i'm telling you i said there's a story in this mess there's something that broke her there's something that broke her and she was a nurse something that broke and shattered her we got to get out of stop it we have to stop thinking that that ain't gonna happen to me everybody has a breaking point everybody and until you learn how to fix that there's nothing else that the mess will just pile up you just start not caring that's what happens with mess mess is really about not caring mess mess is a message really real talk it's like a message i when i'm writing so when i'm in a stressful and i'm sharing my story my room will be a hot mess because i'm not focused on the mess around me i'm focused on the story i i be like man i'm in a corner i'm in a spot my laptop is on my lap and i am writing and i'm working at my keyboard because i'm writing a story i'm focused on that story and that's the same thing with your mess. Sometimes we don't focus on the mess because what's going on inside of us pauses us. It puts us in a place of, listen, I can't do that right now. I can't focus on that right now because everything inside of me is on pause. I'm on pause because it hurts too much to press play right it hurts so much to press play and try to fix the ish that's going on around me because everything in me is torn apart and when i was going through so much and i was dealing with something i just told a friend had said to mara it was almost as if you had shut off because i was dealing with dialysis and i was dealing with stuff with my son being sick on a regular basis and i was so i was so broken inside because i had to deal there was no time so I said, something got to shut off. Okay, I got to get up and take them to the doctor. I got to get up and deal with this. I got to deal with my family. But something's got to shut off. So you go into pause. And it seems like everything is coming at you. So that's why I say to people, in the process of the come up, you're supposed to say, you, you're going to have people tell your story. Girl, I remember when she ain't had nothing. I mean, nothing. I want you to tell that story because I'm going to tell it better. And I'm, and I'm saying that because too many of us women and even men have put ourselves in pause because of what folks are saying. Because they, well, if I do this, they're going to talk about it. They're going to go on. But I cannot pause my life. And I cannot pause because you're going to talk ish and, and shit about me. It's the, biggest, this, it's the biggest letdown of us. We let ourselves down by not doing what is a part of us. Because somebody going to talk some shit about you. That, that's what they're going to do. So guys, I want to encourage you today to keep moving, keep striving, keep shining. Because they're going to talk anyway. You tell your story. Get you get, Go to Anchor FM. I love Anchor FM. And tell your story. Because somebody else is going to say it. And I realize that now, I just, I, don't, I just don't. I just say, you know what? Let me encourage and push you forward. Push people forward. Especially... 
women stop tearing each other down because this one did this and this one did that y'all all got some stuff going on y'all just cover it up well so guys thank you so much for listening again my name is tamara brown i am an author blogger website designer as well as a publishing consultant and the host of blog diaries you can find my books on amazon also coming out is blog diaries you can find me on medium as i am blogging guys go over visit let me know what you think comment share 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 and let's just stay connected let's uplift be positive be kind to one another and push somebody forward today bye bye